Hi, welcome to Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. Every day is a clean slate and a fresh start. Make today the day. Welcome back, everybody. We are here on Monday edition of Clean Slate with Vicki and Joanna. So I just got back from a trip. So I've done lots of podcasts, uh, listening to podcasts. And funny, I, I never listened to, to ours. <laughs> no, I don't either. It's like, I know what we said, so I'm not listening to it again. But um, I am on a mission. And I am listening to people that I'm trying to learn from, whether it's investment, whether it's business, whether it's health. And uh, you and I exchange podcasts all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I love motivational stuff. I, I just love getting pumped up, like if I'm working out or whatever, and I got somebody screaming in my ear that you can do it. And it's just, it's so good. But one thing that I have learned, and this is you can apply this to anything is patience it's like we have got to learn a level of patience and i think it was i don't know gary v or tony robbins it's like we tend to lack patience and i think they said that if you say in the world of business we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what can be done in a decade and I'm like, ah, oh, that's so true. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I started thinking, how could this apply to other parts of our our families? For instance, I had very little. I shouldn't say that because he's still alive. Um, I had very little patience with some of my kids growing through those teenage mm-hmm. years. But obviously, I had to have had some level of patience because they're thriving now but at the time I am like this kid is so hard to raise and but look now as an adult now that he's an adult I'm able to see the fruits of all of that labor lots of labor lots of labor (laughs) you think labor start stops at childbirth oh no (laughs) still going yes yes um but let me tell you so joe was in a car accident he was t-boned wasn't his fault he was pushed very hard across several lanes um into the grass and i loved that I was his first call and he's like mom what should I do and I'm like have you called 911 he goes no you were my first call and I said okay well hang up and I want you to call 911 and tell me exactly where you are and I will be there Um, oddly enough I was just there where his accident was 45 minutes earlier and it was like okay, I'm going to turn around and go back. Um, So my husband was like, I don't know if I should be happy that he was, that was your first call or his first call was me or that it wasn't 911. I'm like, excuse me, I think it's perfect that I was his first call because in his time, because he he admitted, he goes, oh, I'm a little shaken up. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens in an accident. You you all that adrenaline and everything just pours into the body and I just love that 
it was me that he wanted to call first. Yep. And he knows that you know what to do. Yeah. Because when you are in that situation, you're, you are shaken up and you don't know what you're doing or you don't think straight. And yep. for him to call you, mm-hmm. say, okay, what do I do? What do I do? I love it. I love it. And I've gotten that call now three times um, from one from each of them. We've got it out of our system, boys. No more car accidents. So Jill's in the house. Um, we um, So Joe was in a um, accident. Yes. He was T-boned. Yes. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I, yeah. And his his mama was his first call. I know. That's so sweet. I know. And thank goodness he's, sweet babies. he's okay. Um, but again, finding patience in our careers. Um, and I got some good advice when I was um, early, like teenage years at Home Depot, is don't chase the money. Don't chase the money. The money will come if you chase after what it is you want to do and what you're good at and what, what you know, where you feel like you fulfill a purpose and yeah. those types of things. That's exactly what um, I was listening to um, Joe Rogan on the way over here, that Oliver Anthony fella that did the song that everybody knows oh, now I he heard. was his what are you talking about oliver anthony that did richmond north of richmond the no, uh, song no, I no oh idea. well oh. you're the only one on the planet <laughs> okay can we Let me can we play that joe no yeah. i'm just kidding <laughs> go ahead but, and let's cue that up but he was on he was on joe rogan and he was um, talking about that very exact thing oh. he was yes it was so funny because he's like everybody is good at something of course joe rogan's like well i don't know he's like no everybody has a talent um and too many people are chasing money, so they're not happy. They're mm-hmm. nine to five. They're not happy. He's like, but if you just if you just go after what you're good at, which for him is music, obviously, but he was a nobody for so long. But when you continue at what you're good at, people are going to discover. Um, and the money will follow. The happiness will follow. And I wish that we would instill that in our kids earlier. I mean, yeah. I know I tell my kids that all the time. Whether they listen to me or not, I don't know. It's like it's not about the money. It's about being happy with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you love what you're doing, you're going to be fine. Right. And you'll never work a day in your life when when you truly find your purpose. That's the way I felt in the classroom. That's the way I have felt with, you know, the test prep that I'm doing and then curriculum writing and all of those types of things. It's like I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And you enjoy doing yes. it. I mean, I'm sure there's times that you're you're not, but for yeah. the most part, you enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so when you enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't feel so much like work. Right. It's work in a good way. Right, right. And having patience with ourselves. I think so often we think we should have everything figured out. You know, the three of us were women in our 50s. We should already have it all mapped out and maybe maybe even throttling back in your careers and thinking about retirement. I'm not. I am like, full steam ahead. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is, it. I mean, I'm one of those people that I'm older than both of you. And I feel like I'm still waiting to figure out what I want to do when I grow mm-hmm. up. I'm a lot closer to... Um, being fulfilled than I've ever been outside of starting in power, um, but also being 
fulfilled with something that you can also pay the bills with is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for so many years, just focusing on Empower, um, there was a lot of struggles at home because of that. And so now well, that I'm a lot closer to finding or being in a position, you know, with Dean Academy where I can um, use the use what I believe are my talents, because obviously education was one of them, but I just didn't like the environment that I was in. And right. I wasn't able to... Um, you know, do what I thought I was good at there. So I'm a lot closer to it. But here I am 50. I don't even know how old I am. I think I just turned <laughs> I have 50. I to do the math. I think I turned 56. But um, I mean, 55. But everybody keeps telling me I'm 56. And I just don't even want to do the math. But <laughs> but you know, here I am going, Oh, maybe in a few years, I'll be able to do blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, and when you pour your heart and soul into a nonprofit, uh, nobody's getting rich off nonprofits. That <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody uh, is. By definition, you're pouring everything into the project that you're working on. So it's it's very fulfilling, but it does um, come it, with its challenges yeah. because there's a lot of time involved. But there is absolutely zero money. Mm-hmm. That's so. right. So it's it's finding, and that's where I am. It's like finding your purpose where you can get paid. Yeah. So you can feed those other projects right. like exactly. Empower. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, there you have it. But yeah. And the final thing I wanted to say is we need to have patience with God. Because God is the ultimate. He is the, the creator. And we constantly want our timing. God, do it now. Now. I need it now. Um, we want justice to be served right away mm-hmm. when when we have been wronged. We want, you know, fulfillment right away. We want our, our miracles right away. We want our prayers to be answered right away. And right away in God's eyes could be a year from now. It yeah, could funny. be not in your lifetime. That's, yeah. that's funny you mentioned thing. it because on Monday in Moms, that Jennifer talked about forgiveness. Oh. And it was really, really good. It's kind of one of those things I got there because I didn't realize you weren't going to be there. Oh, uh, no. So Surprise. I'm sitting there. No, I figured it out you know, pretty quick. I was like, oh, my goodness. She's, I was actually early. Mm. I was there before 930. You're not going to believe that. Wow. I know. I know. But I had to leave a little bit early because Ian had a driving lesson at noon. Anyway, so... The whole time, I'm thinking, do I stay? Do I go? And I kept feeling like, you know, I'm supposed to be staying here. I'm here for a reason. I'm here. Why would I leave? Right. But, you know. Anyway, so it was on forgiveness. But she was talking about being patient with his timing on on that. Mm. And it was hard. It is It really hard. is hard. So, But it was very good. I know. I think we can all take an inventory of people that have hurt us Mm -hmm. and and i'm sure there are plenty of people that we have hurt even by accident not meaning to and don't even know and don't even know and so i don't in the whole act of forgiveness is not for the other person it's for ourselves because it's when you have unforgiveness running through your veins it's it's poison and it it's a negative attribute that keeps you from fulfilling your own purpose that's exactly what our pastor said it's like um you know holding unforgiveness is like drinking a poison expecting someone else to die right so yeah you're you're eaten up with it the person that you're upset with and can't forgive going about their day yep 
and you're the one that's suffering. Yep. And, and I have something like that in my family, in my immediate family, and it's very, very hard to watch mm-hmm. year after year after year, this, this unforgiveness that just can't be released for whatever reason. And just have to keep praying about that, you know. Right. And keep being an example. And that's yeah. what I, I keep doing is when other people around us aren't doing the right thing, I'm still going to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just do what I feel like God wants me to do in that precise moment. And I, I think I think that's our lesson is is just finding that level of patience within ourselves for ourselves, for other people, with God, because it, his timing is perfect. It always is and always will be. Mm-hmm. And we need to um, just have our faith in that. Yeah. All right. We'll leave you with that and have an awesome Monday and a great week. And we'll catch you on Wednesday. Sometimes we succeed in life. Sometimes we fail. But every day is a clean slate and a fresh opportunity. Make today the day.